This has been another Angry Vets broadcast. Check, check it out. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your guy, Corey Dove C. Richardson, here in the place to be with another episode of Journey of the Pimpinaires. What it do, baby boo? How you moving? We not losing dubs over here. Yo, man, you all should know this already, but for our new listeners, man, Journey of the Pimpinaires is all about just going out into your communities, going out into the world, and just being a pimpinaire, not always having to be the Michael Jordan of the situation and being the main character, guys. It's okay to sometimes take that Vegeta role and be in the role you're supposed to be. Be loving and caring, man, and spread love to others, man. Play, be a member of the team, man. Don't just try to be always about just your dream. One team, we achieve the dream. Facts, not fiction. Let's get into it, man. With that being said, one more time for the people in the back, I am Corey. Dove C for the ladies. Richardson, man, what's good? You guys don't understand how much I love doing this, man. It's it's fun, man. I just I look forward every week to speaking with you guys and just to be able to say, yo, what's poppin' loppin', man? What you guys been up to? You know, reaching down in the comment section. I used I was really big on social media, but I had to take a break because I just hate the feeling of when you're you're working on something or you're doing something you're in your lane and this is your light this is your glow this is your this is who you are you're able to do this but then people will try to take what you're doing and then don't give you kudos for it but then try to use it like they made it or they came up with it i just to me you know that's haters you gonna always have it but that's why i want to wait till the platform is ready and god tells me to really go because this is what this is all about god you know at the end of the day God gives me the messages. God delivered, tells me to do this. God gives me the passion to do it. It's just my light, man. It's who I am. And it's going to grow because I already see the avenues that it's going to take me. And I'm just, I, I just want to say thank you to God for those those blessings that I've already received and the blessings that are soon to come. It's just, it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful, man. It's, it's lovely. I love it. I can't speak enough of it, man, to be honest with you because, you know, life is life is good man you can look at it in the bad light if you want to but if you look at the positive side of things and you always take the positive side of it it's just like life is good man because there's people that's doing a lot worse you know and they're still appreciative you got to remember that man it's people in third world countries that don't have nearly not even a, a decibel or you know of what we have and yet we we underappreciate the things that we do have, so you just got to be more appreciative in that regards, man. Always, always, always appreciate where you're at, man, because you could be doing a lot worse. And, yeah, you can always be doing a lot better, but like my boy always, like my boy J. Cole said, no better life than the one that you have. So with that being said, man, today's topic is actually in line with what you guys were talking about or what we were talking about earlier is uh, there's nothing with, okay, so with wanting a better life or wanting better in your life there's nothing wrong with wanting to better your life you should always as a human being want to go to that next level uh and as i always talk about in the previous podcast eliminate those negative cycles and get into more positive cycles so that way when you hit these downward trajectories or you're you know where things are falling apart and you got to basically rebuild yourself back up because we all go through these these cycles, you know, some call them circadian cycles. There's other cycles that it can go back even further than that. But we go through these life cycles. Shout out to the Lion King, matter of fact, circle of life. And but if you look at life, everything is in a cycle. 
through, let's say, let's just break it down for relationships. Uh, if you're in a negative cycle in relationships, you go from, all right, I meet this person, I fall for them quickly, I ignore the red flags, uh, we're getting in a relationship. Bing. So y'all get into a relationship. Everything is kosher because you're in the honeymoon stage. Everything is good when you're in the honeymoon stage. You guys are communicating pretty decently because you're not honest, being honest with each other and not tossing the truth to each other. You guys are still feeding each other that bullshit and tell, trying to tell each other what you want to hear. Then, boom. So you get in a relationship. You guys are, maybe y'all jumped a gun and started having sex already. And the sex is pretty decent because, once again, it's still in that honeymoon phase. And you're just looking. You're just excited because it's in the moment. And sex releases dopamine. So that you're getting that dopamine kick still. And uh, you're, you're, once again, ignoring red flags. Because the sex probably isn't even that spectacular. You're just getting it at the moment. So that makes it exciting for you. Then, boom. You go to this third, that third level. Honeymoon stage is pretty much done and over with and now you move into that cycle world oh man uh there's things i'm not liking about you you start realizing these things and you start going through these thought processes and like i i wait a minute what were we doing and hopefully and and this is ironic because in the military this happens a lot but uh at this stage you're really at that point where you're like all right Maybe we can get married still. I'm gonna ignore, still ignore these red flags. It's just things I don't really like, and uh, I know we can work on this uh, as we go. We can cross those bridges when we get there. We'll be okay, babe. I'll get married. You know, some people get married before that, but you know, you know, you get married or you get into these real deep uh, relationships, situational ships where like y'all move in together and everything is. Oh, I love you. I love you too. And you know, still. Y'all still trying to push that envelope, even though you're starting to see these things that you really not, uh, you're starting to acknowledge the things that you really don't like. And then, boom, you go into that fourth stage. Everything just falls apart. You hate each other. You don't, you dislike each other. Y'all bickering, arguing all the time. Y'all don't even want to look at each other. Like, sex, what is that? It's off the table. No, I'm good. I'm kosher. I'm not coming over there. I don't even want to be in the same room as you. Look, I'm going to sleep downstairs. You can sleep upstairs. Keep your energy that way. I'm going to keep my energy this way. And then, bow. Divorces happen, those super emotional breakups happen, the Facebook posts, because when you're in, because when you're in a to- pretty toxic relationship, you put all your business on freaking social media, that's what you do, so boom, the Facebook posts happen, and y'all do all these things, go and talk bad about the other person to their friends and their family, man, look, don't do that, dude. I hate that shit. I didn't do that in my last divorce. I didn't even care. It's like, it is what it is. Y'all don't need to know. We just didn't work out. Yo, don't do that, bro. Do not do that, man. Look, people don't need to form an opinion off the things you say. They need to form an opinion off the things that that person does. And that's not your job to already form someone's opinion. Look, if you were the one that messed up, you need to just be honest and say, you know what? I need to look myself in the mirror. But anyways, you go to that fourth stage and boom, divorces, breakup, all the toxic shit starts happening. And then you start going after I do the breakup in the divorce stage. You start thinking, yeah, bada bing, bada boom. I'm going to stop doing the thing. I'm going to stop going through these kind of relationships. I'm going to change the way I'm acting. I'm going to change the way I do things. I'm going to do it differently. Boom. Now, you get back up to 12 o'clock on the clock. Everything was in the clock, if you guys can tell. You go back up to 12 o'clock where, boom, you, you're in an uh, opportunity land to a go through that same signature cycle that you just went through or b 
actually change and go into a more positive cycle, a more positive relationship where things are different and you actually go through the processes. And that's what life is. Like we go through these cycles, these circadian rhythms or cycles where you can either do A again and continue to go through these same cycles until you learn your lesson and then go into the the next cycle, which is level up, level up, level, level, level up. Shout out to my boy, Russell Wilson, and his wifey, Sierra, because that's her track. But, um, you know, you level up and then you, uh, you grow into a new light. You get this new light. And now there are still, when you start to go through that cycle and eventually there will be negatives that come into that cycle as well. But then that's when you go level up again. But let's just for, since we're on the topic and we went through a negative cycle, because I believe in balance. You guys listen to the podcast. You guys understand this. I believe in balance. Let's go through a positive relationship. What a positive relationship would look like. You know, there's still, there's a lot more to the picture and all these other things go into it, but just a quick rundown. So boom, you're at that stage now where, all right, let's say you met a person A, you met person A at the club or in a bar or, you know, somewhere where people aren't really necessarily themselves. They're not, they're not being themselves because either they have that liquid courage or they're, you know, high, I don't know. They have stuff going on. They're not being them true selves. Once alcohol is involved, a lot of people, some people, they usually say, a drunk spirit uh, speaks a sober mind. And I believe that. But there are some people who just get outrageous and go crazy, bonkers, and come out of themselves. Um, you, you don't, this time you meet this person, let's say you are a sports head or a comic book head, anime head, whatever. And you go to a, um, an event. Let's say you go to like a Comic Con or you know, an anime event or fuck it, a flag football tournament or something like that. You go there and you meet this person there and they're pretty much doing the same thing you're doing. They like the same things you like. You guys are on the same wavelength and y'all make a true, genuine connection while you're both being yourselves. Boom. Ooh, girl. What is this? Time out. And y'all go into this cycle. Now... You instead of getting into a, a relationship straight out, you're like, you know, let's test the waters. I've been in toxic relationships in the past. I want to do things differently this time around. So let's take it slow. Um, let's not even call it dating. Let's go on a few friend friend trips together. Let's do a few things together as friends. So boom, you and this uh, you and this person now. Y'all just like meet up at places. Y'all only go in the same car. Y'all like meet up at a movie and y'all both uh felt the same way about some type of movie or y'all agreed to go see the same type of movie y'all like oh shit all right that's dope but then after that y'all do it again y'all say all right let's meet up for lunch let's meet up for dinner y'all go to a restaurant and come to find out y'all have the same similarities similarities in food as well and then y'all start having great conversation together and y'all start being able to open up to one another and uh, y'all have a better understanding because y'all are taking it a lot slower. And now you guys are like really starting to build a rapport and a connection. Y'all start connecting on that level, that frequency, and you starting to understand who that person truly, genuinely is. And you're like, man, I'm starting to really fall in love with this person because of their character, not because of their features, but because of their actual character. 
um, a good analogy is, you know, you see a lot of people, they have these cars that look good on the outside and sound good on the outside, but really the engine is trash. Um, the the car itself, like the interior is trash. Everything's falling apart. You know, the main features that you need are falling apart. But the car looks good on the outside, but it's really a POS, piece of shit on the inside. You uh, That's what kind of relationships people get in. And, but now you're realizing like, oh no, she has... Damn, she got the V8 engine, the high intake uh, turbo air, intake turbo system. Ooh, she got nice interior leather, you know, the, the screen, the mounted screen, the sounds, the Bose sound system. Everything is lovely, and she looks good to me on the outside. Oh, man. Wait, this is a full package. So, boom, even then, you still, you still do not put a title to that shit. Instead, what you now do is, you listen to our elders. Our elders always said, if you start loving something, let it go. And if it comes back, that's how you know. That's God's way of saying, this was meant. I meant for this to happen. Now, in some situations, this happens naturally. Uh, But what I'm about to say happens naturally. Where you guys go through a breakup stage, a breakup point, and you guys just stop talking, uh, you or something happens and it takes you guys apart from each other, and uh, you know like you don't talk for a while, you guys don't, you know can't see each other, whatever else, and it's okay because y'all are just friends, so y'all respect that, but then, boom, the natural order happens. And you guys, boom, somehow just come back together. It just happens. And it's going to be random. And I know it's like, oh, this ain't no love movie or anything else. But I'm telling you guys, I've spoken to a lot of people that's been in relationships for a long time. And these are some of the cycles they go through. But let's say y'all do that and it comes back together. Now you know, like, all right, you and my rib. I like saying that for about uh, relationships. Like, all right, you my rib. Because you guys know in the Bible... Uh, Eve was taken from Adam's rib And uh, Oh you my rib And uh, boom She ends up being your rib You guys uh, This time Now y'all make it official Now y'all like Alright we're dating we're, we're in a relationship We were taking it extremely slow as friends We were just growing as friends Letting everything happen How it was supposed to happen But now We're going legit We're in it to win it uh, we're, we're looking towards a future together. We see a future together. Boom. Now, y'all going through a positive cycle. You guys already understand each other. You guys have been through that honeymoon stage. Y'all, had, y'all have gotten around that honeymoon stage where everything is so good and kosher. We're happy. Everything is so flowing with goodness and, oh, gee gollies. Oh. No, y'all got to the stage where it's like, all right, we had to stop speaking for a little while. But now we back again. And you ain't going through the honeymoon stage again because you already understand each other. You guys know what you, uh, you're you about. You guys seen pretty much all of the flaws and you've seen the red flags and you're, you're okay with them. You're like, all right, cool, we good. So now y'all go into this marriage thing and y'all are already fully armed to the T because y'all have spoken about like family life, what kind of parents you want to be, uh, where how the hierarchy works. And please, my people, you got to understand there is got to be a hierarchy in the family, man. It's natural order. It is natural order, man. 
And I know everybody right now is trying to change that natural order and put, you know, uh, women at the head of the table and put men at the side piece and everything else. Man, that's not natural order. We got to get back to natural order. The men need to be the house, uh, the man of the household, man. Facts. If you can't be the man of your household, man, you got to go out there and find yourself. And that doesn't mean you got to be the roughest and toughest, but, man, you got to be able to be that provider. You got to be able to keep that family together. When shit get hard, you got to be the one to say, yo, now we getting tougher. You you establish your, your family values and traditions and morals. And wifey comes through, and she's supposed to, back, one, back you up in that. But she also establishes the household. She establishes, you know, the the duties, uh, the order. You know, we have these hierarchies and we have these roles. Now, I'm not saying, like, some dudes be trying to take it far and see women be in the kitchen and make sense. Man, bump all that, bro. Look, we had a point now where we've evolved as man. We need to be able that's one thing we do need to be able to do. We need to be able to wash our own asses at this point. We need to be able to clean up after ourselves. We need to be able to, you know, wash our own fucking dishes and cook our own meals, bro. Like, that's why you need to live on your own before you get in a relationship with someone else. Honestly, like, a lot of men need to realize that. You, and this is going to also help you get into a new positive cycle in your relationships. You need to be living by yourself. And, I mean, some people, they get roommates, like homeboys and stuff they live with. And that's all fine and dandy as well. But you really, I really recommend you live completely by yourself. So you got to go through all this shit to, by yourself. You got to pay your own bills. You got to uh, be responsible to, uh, responsible enough to manage your own money. Because if you don't, you're going you're gonna to fall behind on rent. You're going to fall behind on your internet service and water and all that shit. And then you ain't going to have that shit. And then you got to figure out how to, if you lose that shit, how you going to get back on your feet. This is also going to teach you how to be able to reach out to people if you ever need help. Because a lot of us have ego and pride where we don't want to call people and ask for help. I'm that way. But I'm that way because I challenge myself. And I'm like, all right, that's going to be my last, very last option. Like I'm going to try to figure this shit out on my own first. I'm going to figure out how to get this shit and figure it out. Because... I don't want to be in a situation where my family's dependent on me and I can't figure out a way to do that shit. And I, you know, now if I got to call in on one of my resources, that's one thing. All right, so be it. But what happens when you always constantly just reaching out to resources as soon as you fall behind on something and those bur- uh, those bridges get burned down further and further and then you don't have nobody to call. Now what? I'm, li- I'm waiting. Now what? Your only option is to depend on yourself. You got to go get it. You got to figure this shit out. So go figure that shit out. So yes, I highly recommend that every man. I don't. I can't speak for a woman, but I think every man should have a, a, a even if it's a small window where they live by themselves and they figure this shit out by themselves and they they maintain by themselves. Cause you gotta you gotta you gotta be able to man up. You got me. This is where I'm saying like the hierarchy has to. The hierarchy's gonna remain the same for the most part, but you gotta man the fuck up and go get this shit, bro. And I'm not saying you got to go get rich or anything else, but you got to make sure your bills and everything's paid and you take care of yourself before you can take care and raise your, a family. And this is mental health-wise as well. You know, we always talk about you got to love yourself. Your wealth is in yourself. You got to love yourself and you got to be able to take care of yourself. Facts. Facts. If you can't do that, you can't have a family right now, man. Well, I can't tell you what you can't have, but you shouldn't. You should really strongly consider not getting into a family. Because times get hard. We go through these cycles, like I said, where things fall apart. And you need to be able to uh, figure out what's going on, readjust, and then move into a more positive cycle, positive position. And um, 
Yeah. And so now you're in that relationship as a man. You're in this positive relationship. Going back to the relationship cycle, you're in this more positive relationship. And uh, the woman gains trust in you, and you guys are just flowing. And then, boom, now you're skipping a lot of those negative cycle points that you were going through before where that uh, you start seeing red flags and you start not liking this person after a while because y'all took it slow. Y'all went through the cycles. Y'all went through the processes of being able to learn each other, figure each other out, understand each other in one accord and being able to see where one person's weakness is and the other person's strength is or where one person has a flaw that you can you deal with that person's flaws because you got to be able to see these people's flaws, man. You can't have a relationship on just their perfections or their, their greats or what they're good at. You got to see these people's flaws. And be open and honest about your flaws. If you really got a feeling, you ain't got to be open and honest with everyone about your flaws. Don't do that. Keep it to yourself. But if you really truly feel a certain type of way about someone, you got to be open and honest about your flaws. And being like, all right, I'm weak in this area. Like, Or they'll see, they might notice it. Because if they're being honest and they're, they're really about you as well, they're going to look at those areas as well. And be like, all right, I see this person's flaws. And uh, these are some of my strengths. I got you. And we're going to get through this. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to deal with your flaws. Because you're adjusting and you're trying to adjust your flaws. Now, you got to be, you and that other person have to be working on those flaws. Don't just say, these are my flaws, I'm going to live with them. No, these are my flaws, I'm working on them. And show that you're working on them. Show how you're working on them. But now y'all are getting into that stage where y'all ready to get to marriage. And boom, you 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 both get to that, I do. Shout out to Rotimi, man. That song was, that song was the song of the year, man. That's going to be the new marriage song for a while. You know, it's just one of those things where you, when you really go through this, that that time now, when you get married, now say let's say this is like your second marriage. Let's say you went through that previous cycle and you and that previous person got married and y'all went through that ugly divorce stage. But now, you know, you're gonna feel you're gonna feel a lot better. I'm willing to bet. I haven't been to this moment yet. I'm excited for when it gets there. But you're gonna feel a lot better once you get into this marriage because it's everything's gonna be fully good. It's gonna be positive. It's gonna be light everywhere. You gonna you gonna know that this person is the one for you, and that y'all about to make shit happen. Y'all about to make things shake, baby, and jiggle. Y'all are excited. Y'all can get together. Y'all know how to operate. Y'all are on the same wavelength. Y'all are moving in the same direction. It's all good, baby, baby. And you know, even the wedding. Let's say you didn't even have a wedding in that last cycle. You guys just went to the courthouse and got married. Ugh. Now this cycle, cause y'all took y'all's time, y'all even planned out a wedding together, and y'all went through these positive moments. Y'all like, oh baby, baby, what's good? You know, y'all show up, everything's going. You're not even nervous because you know this is who you're supposed to be with. You know, I feel like a lot of people y'all get nervous. I felt like they were getting nervous because you know their all eyes are on them and they're up front. But it wasn't about them accepting that person as a wife. But then I started hearing different interviews and everything else, and people were talking. They were like, no, I was nervous about making sure that she was the one. She was really the one for the rest of my life. I feel like once you're in this positive cycle in relationships, you ain't even got question that when you at the uh when you're at the altar, you like, man, I'm ready. The only thing I'm nervous about is, you know, these shoes are too big and I don't want people to notice when I'm walking out there <laughs> or whatever else. But you know, like, that's love, man. That's love. So now y'all skip that whole sinister cycle of going through like the bickering and arguing and all that bullshit. And y'all's kids get to see a positive relationship. They get to see two people 
who understand each other, who don't need to argue in front of the kids. Even when y'all go through tough times, y'all usually y'all can bicker it out at night. Y'all can wait. Y'all y'all can be cool around each other and culture, and then that way nobody, no energy is gone. The energy stays the same, and everybody's good, you know. And then y'all get home, y'all talk about it. Y'all bang about it, and y'all know what I mean by that. And then y'all y'all go to sleep with it, without it. You know, you go to sleep without it, and you just wake up the next day, and y'all good, man. And nobody knew anything. So now y'all ain't got to worry about that divorce stage. Y'all are going through life so, so beautiful, man. You know what I'm saying? And it flows to death do, do us part. That's when to death do us part really is genuine and true. You know, not just saying it to say I did it on Facebook and everything else, but just just genuinely say it and mean it, man. And that's how we get into these these cycles of life, man. It's just it's beautiful, man. And once you start realizing these things, I know I sat in the uh, relationship cycle for a little bit longer, but it's just because I needed you guys to see like the different cycles and how there's a balance and how you can continue down a negative cycle or you can go into these positive cycles where it's true genuine love and you're killing off people call it general uh generational curses i just call them negative toxic cycles because toxic cycles and positive cycles can be handed down into your uh your offsprings and your future generations because they you are you are the light guiding the future light or darkness of in your family. So if you're carrying yourself and you're going through all these toxic cycles, your kids are going to see you going through these toxic cycles. And they're going to they're going to also without even thinking about it, they're going to start going through these toxic cycles. It's because of what they see. And that's what a lot of people call generational curses. But really, uh, well, I mean, you're not wrong. Generational curses. I don't call it that i call it negative cycles and that's how negative cycles continue and not only in our relationships but in our communities in our state in our nation is we continue down these negative cycles and no one watches no one's willing to take that that chance to go into a positive cycle and say who are curse breakers who are cycle cycle rebuilders and they say you know i'm going to do things differently i'm not going to go in that same cycle i'm going to go in a new cycle and um that's when we start healing ourselves and that's when we start healing each other it's just beautiful man it's really beautiful to see and i'm glad that god opened my eyes to this and mama y'all blessed me with this and uh allowed me to see these things because man i'm i get so tired of going through negative cycles like this is a big reason why i'm not rushing into a relationship right now uh keeping it real with you guys you we, we usually stay about 20 minutes on podcast but today we talking man we talking so this is why i'm not in a relationship right now it's because a i don't want to go through the same sinister cycle i don't want to do the same thing that i've been doing in the past that keeps ending up with me not with that person you know i want to be able to make sure that this person is the person that it's going to be forever and um not just for the moment i don't like that man because when you go through these just the moment um, cycles or relationships there's a lot more people to get affected that a lot of people don't think about especially when there's kids involved like uh, my last cycle with uh, my ex-wife ended and she ended up getting the kids and uh, I'll, that's because a lot of my mental health issues that I've been going on I'm not afraid to talk about those you guys I was going through depression and suicidal thoughts and all that stuff and so I didn't even feel to be honest with you I had to man the fuck up and say you know what 
um, she's gonna take the kids. I'm not in a good. I'm not in a good spot. And plus, she'll win in court anyways because I had these mental, these negative mental cycles. I had to eliminate. I had to break these generational curses and think more positive of myself and rebuild myself. And um, now I want to break another generational curse or toxic cycle. And that's in relationships. I don't want to go through these same relationships, and I don't want to see. I don't want my kids to see any more toxic relationships on my end. I can't speak for the other part there when they're with their mothers, but on my end, I want them to be able to see what a positive relationship looks like, a, one that where these two people can uh, manage with each other, not not only manage with each other, but don't even have to talk. They just got that rapport where they going and they're flowing. And it's, everything is good. There's culture. They understand each other. There's no dysfunction. There's no toxic ways. There's none talking down on each other, talking bad to each other. It's just true, genuine love. And that's what I'm looking for because I can't speak it enough, man. We, you, we're, we're destroying our kids, man. And it's getting worse. If, if the more you continue down a negative cycle, the more the worse and worse that cycle gets and it starts breaking down further and further and if you look into our if you look into our communities right now you'll notice that there's a lot of things that are getting bad now kids like where you know our fathers and then our little bit of our generation we used to throw hands we didn't like somebody we would just fight and then if you fight the person you're good to go you guys are friends y'all keep it rolling but now these kids don't even fight anymore. Instead, what they're doing is getting guns and they're pulling guns. And then even now, just as, uh, not too long ago, uh, this kid was felt like this other kid at this school in my city was a bully. So he brings a gun to the kid's basketball game. He don't pull the gun out on the kid. He pulls it on the parents, the kid's parents. And uh, I was just, you know, this is what I was, I was told about the situation because you know, I had I had family there. My mom was there, man. And God, I'm glad nothing popped off, man. But um, that's 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 a lot, man. And nobody got shot. Uh, thankfully enough, the kid did get away, and he's been on the run. I don't know if they caught him or not, but um, you know, we're we're going too far, and this is because of a lot of negative cycles. The kid himself, he doesn't have any father figure. He doesn't have a father figure in his life. And uh, from what I'm told, the, his mom is in some negative cycles herself that she needs to heal from. Dream negative cycles. And, um, and But I'm not one to judge or talk. But, you know, from what I've been told, she needs a lot of healing. And uh, it's, it's, it's getting worse, man. I, when you stay in these negative, toxic cycles, they get worse and worse and worse until we pretty much eradicate ourselves and eliminate ourselves from the picture. But how we get back is reversing the clock and going into these positive cycles where we're doing the correct things and we're going through healing processes and giving ourselves to heal after we get out of a negative cycle. And uh, that's pretty much where I'm at. I've been giving myself time to heal. And, uh, you know, it's weird because they say when you're not really looking for anything, that's when all the temptations come. But I'm so focused now that I've pretty much healed from my previous uh, toxic cycle I am like super fucking focused on you know wifey. I want to be able to. I want. I'm ready to have that 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 woman. And you know, there's people that come in and they're temptations. And this was our last week's uh, conversation. You know, uh, we're like she's not a blessing. She's God's testing. And these things will happen once you come start coming out of these toxic cycles. You're going to be tested. 
Because God wants to see, are, are you truly ready to go into this positive cycle? Are you tr truly ready to elevate and level up? Or are you going to continue? Are you just saying that for the time being, only to, to go back to your old ways and get back into that negative cycle? Because if so, you're going to have to go through this again, and it's going to get worse. I'm going to keep teaching you. But you're gonna go on punishment again. You know, just like a parent, a good parent. You you teach your kid these things, you show your kids these things, you try to go and push them in the right direction, but at the end of the day, they're still gonna make their own decision. You can't control them. So you're like, all right, you don't wanna listen, you did this thing again, you're going on punishment, and it's going to, your punishment's gonna get worse and worse the more you go down this toxic cycle. So I've had enough punishment in my life, guys. I, I'm done with the pain. I'm done with it. I don't wanna do it anymore. I wanna get into a positive cycle. I wanna find wifey. And I want to be able to build with wifey. I want to build a solid foundation with wifey. I want to be able to go places with wifey. I want to be able to enjoy her company and be able to enjoy her that quality time with wifey. And I want to make sure that we enjoy each other. Like we have commonalities and things that we enjoy doing together. And where our differences are is where our strengths, our, our weaknesses lie. You know, I feel like you should feel like, uh, feed off of one another. So maybe where one of my weaknesses is uh, organization. Let's just say that. I, I really don't care about organizing. I, I, I'm, a, you know, most geniuses or I'm a genius or blessed. We are extremely disorganized. Like we're all over the place because our mind is all over the place. Especially me, man. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, true and true. Like I've always got ideas running through my head. Like, oh, this for this company I could do this. For this company I could do this. Blah 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 blah. I'm like playing like twelve dimensional chess, and with all these different pieces, man. I enjoy doing it. So organization is one of my things where I'm not that good at. So, uh, obviously, like, future wifey or wifey, I would want her to be, I don't want her to be anything. She got to be herself, but she would naturally be an organizer. She's really good at uh, putting things together, keeping things on schedule, keeping things in time. And, yeah, we might drive each other crazy with these things, but we know we need these things at the end of the day. Like, that's where I'm saying their strength should be in your weakness, and their weaknesses should be, one of, uh, should be your strength. It's just, it's just how things, uh, natural order, uh, natural operations of things. You know, like where people say opposites attract. Uh, that's usually, that's somewhat true, but, you know, it doesn't have to be like just true opposite personalities. Because, you know, a lot of the times two personalities need to be similar. Like if one person's an introvert and the other person's, uh, let's say, a full-on, I was going to say an amnivert, which is someone that can adapt to any situation, you know, like they can be um, an introvert or an extrovert, but let's just say they're a full-on extrovert. How are those people going to work together where one person doesn't like being out and doesn't like going out all the time and being in the club and being the center of attention and the other person needs that kind of energy, like they need to be around other people, they need to be in that light, that limelight and always like the main one out there pop locking and dropping and everything else you know those two worlds those options you know that those i don't feel like those two options should attract because neither one of you going to be happy the other person's going to be at home chilling and the other person's going to be out partying and you know it's just so when i say opposites well, I, my mentality on opposites attract is your their strength your weakness their weakness your strength but um that's what uh getting in positive cycles, man. Like I said, life is all about cycles. Guys, we gotta we gotta get back in our communities and change our cycles, man. The world how it's supposed to be seen, man. Um 
is so much to it, man. And we got to have a better understanding. Our ancestors had understanding of how life worked and how everything operated because they were being spoken to through not only their ancestors, but also through higher spirits, man. We we can talk to higher spirits. So don't be soft, man. Uh, we all go through cycles. This is love, man. With that being said, it is your guy, Corey Dove C. Richardson. I love you guys, man. For real. Facts, not fiction. I can't say it enough. I do. Uh, I love each one and every one of you. I love you for who you are. I love you for the light that you bring. And I love for, I love that some of you understand that you got to heal and that you got to go through these processes of healing. We have to, man. We got to heal ourselves. And you got to heal yourself before you can heal anyone else. So with that being said, man, peace, love, and tranquility. I got nothing but love for you. Yo, spread love, man. Forget the hate. We out. Peace. This has been another episode of Journey of the Pimpinaries. We are accepting sponsors, and we also would really appreciate like, subscribes, and follows. With that being said, we don't care about follows because the only person you need to be following is Mama Yah. Most high, thank you. Uh, Father God, also, once again, thank you. And our good Lord and Saviors, you know, a lot of people walk this earth and make a positive change. Let's be like them. Let's walk in the light, baby. With that being said, peace, love, and tranquility. This has been another Angry Vets broadcast. Check, check it out.